hearts and welcome. Ooh, baby. I think this is Minisode 49. Uh, I'm almost what? positive it's 49. Alex, what are you doing right now? What is what is happening? Ambiance. You know, sometimes you got to spook it out a little bit. I missed what happened. I was just doing was a little... It? I was just being, yeah, I was just being like, you oh. know... Hey, he's, he's bringing he's bringing what these people pay for. Is, is that he, is, is doing. Oh, boy. That Fasciani difference. <laughs> that Fasciani oh, difference. Oh, my exactly. God. <laughs> the seal of quality. Uh, anyway, oh, I just got a tweet from somebody says, hey, Chaluminati pod, they're here. And it's about UFOs. So let me read this. But before you do, Alex, I'm going to hand it off to you. The baton. <laughs> I'm throwing it. You. Uh, I got it. Ooh, it's got half. Thank you. Okay. Ooh, so check it out. He threw that really far all the way from Houston. Uh, I know, dude. So, so check this out. So I was on, you know how, you know how like you get those alerts from Reddit, the app, if you have the app on your phone, that's like, if something is like getting a lot of attention online or something like that, you like, it's like, yo, go check this out on Reddit. Uh, if you, if you have that alert on your phone. So I was sitting, I was hanging out with my dad who's like a big uh, UFO guy. Uh, he's he's really into this like June 1st news. He's been following that and he's like ready for disclosure too. and all this stuff, right? So I like brought it up in the room and it like kind of freaked us out a little bit. So uh, somebody posted this in Chaluminati. It was uh, TJTK41197. Uh, who was the user who posted this uh, in our in our Reddit, but it's a cross post from a seven-year-old post on the r slash ufos so uh i'm gonna yes this post is bizarre yeah so i'm gonna read this post for you guys and then uh we can talk about it afterwards because it's you know ufos are on everybody's mind so that's what we gotta that's what we gotta consider here so i'm gonna read this to you guys and we can talk about it throwaway account because i'm afraid shout outs to this guy because also the throwaway account is called throwawayian which is amazing uh, I was first abducted in 1987. I was 12 years old. I say abducted, but it's not like that. Actually, you go willingly. It's scary, but it's exciting too. And they are somehow able to make you feel okay about things. It's not until later that you feel bad or like you've been violated and they don't do a lot of probing, like raping or anything like that. That's Hollywood nonsense. They look inside people sometimes, but they have machines that do it. Not really machines, but it's like a room where things get done and the walls are, it's hard to explain. So just imagine that all the walls are kind of like x-ray machines. That's the easiest way to describe it. Sometimes there would be others there and they would be looking into them or they'd put them under and cut them open, but not usually. They took tissue samples from all of us, I think, and they never put you, uh, you under or give you any anesthetic or anything. They just poke you with like those things that take samples of the ocean floor like that, but really small. They pull out chunks of you. It's usually done on the butt or on the lower back. Mostly they talk to uh, mostly they talk with me, just questions, and they'd show me things like television shows and things, and they'd ask me questions about them. I think the walls measure our reaction to things too, same as the same as they take x-rays. I don't know that, but it's the feeling that I got. They never let you ask questions about what they're doing. Even once I got friendly with a few of them, they just do not like it when you ask them questions. They hate it. Uh, you can't understand their language. It just sounds like, hmm. I'm going to time you out right after that. That it falls in line with Betty and Barney Hill's description of what the grays sound like when they talk. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds like, hmm, I'm positive that we'll never be able to communicate with them in their language. I should mention that these are the grays that you hear about, except they aren't gray. They're sort of beige and it's clothes anyway. They aren't naked. I don't know if there are uh, others. People say there are, but I've only ever met these. Anyway, you cannot understand them, but they can understand you and they can put thoughts into your head, but they can't hear your thoughts. 
you have to speak to them. They cannot hear very well or else they are not good at understanding English. So you have to speak loudly and slowly. I don't know if they understand other languages, but I'm pretty sure they would. They're interested in all of us and everything that goes on. They like a lot of things about our culture too. They like some of our music. Bluegrass is their favorite so far I've seen. They like it a lot. They love that African instrument that looks like a gourd with 13 strings. Love it. But they cannot stand horns or horn music. So they hate classical music and jazz. I think trumpets sort of sound like their language. It's a feeling that I get, but I've never been able to ask them. They've taken me up just about every two years, I'd say, since 1987, just about. Sometimes it's more often, and I didn't go up at all between 1995 and 2000. They usually keep me for what feels like a day, but it turns out to be about four hours, usually. The longest I stayed with them was three weeks. During that time, they made me make phone calls and keep up appearances. They aren't really bad. Well, I was going to say people, but they're not really bad people or, or whatever. The two that I got sort of close with told me to call them Jack and Gina. I don't know if they are male or female or even if they have different sexes, but I know that those aren't their real names. Those are just names that they told me. They will make contact with Earth on a wide scale in 2021. That's the year when they'll land here or colonize or whatever. I'm not exactly sure what their plan is. They don't seem to be evil or dangerous. Their planet is, so they told me anyway, a very long way away. They couldn't explain to me how far, they said, because it was too far for me to understand, and it was also close to the side. I have no idea what that meant, but it's always stuck with me. Home is too far away for you to understand, but also close to the side. We don't have anything that they want, so they told me, so I don't really know why they come here or why they've taken so many of us up or why they've gotten to be friends with me. They do not have any religion, and they don't need oxygen or water or trees or anything, I don't think. They don't eat people. I don't think they want to breed with us or genetically engineer us. I don't know what they want, but they've been coming here for, I'd guess, at least 10 or 20,000 years. I'm not very good about history and upper paleolithic and all that, but they've got video of all sorts of stuff. And they showed me video of Neanderthals and Cro-Magnon, which really were just like us humans, except they had black. They had all they all had black skin, way less diversity and all sorts of other human like things, us's or whatever. And they showed me a video of the pyramids being built in this huge stone building that I guess is lost somewhere or is destroyed. But it was in Europe. I could tell from the video. They have video of them taking, uh, talking with all sorts of people throughout the history of Earth. They showed me some of them and asked me questions about them, but I couldn't understand any of it because I only speak English. And even English from 200 or 300 years ago is so different that I could hardly understand it. So I told them that they probably know more about it all than I did. You know, I, I was up three weeks ago. And again, this was from seven years ago. That was the last time. I'm pretty sure that I'll go up again in a couple of years, but I'm not sure after that. The whole program or whatever they call it is going to change in July 2021. I think they said, I think they said eighth, but it also could have been 18th. I wasn't hearing very well. They weren't trying to intimidate me or even to warn me. So I don't think we have anything to worry about. I hope they don't show the videos they took of me when they first started taking me up because I was so scared and young and they are embarrassing. Edit. I changed an accidentally racist bit in there that someone pointed out. Changed. They were all black to had all black skin, way less diversity. Edit. No more questions. They are not happy with me. Sorry. And that, yeah, that Reddit post is bizarre. It was posted, like Alex said, seven years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, well, 2021 uh, July is around the corner and we're about to have a big UFO report it's supposed to hit in like two weeks. All I'm saying is July 9th is Black Widow. I feel like they're landing. They love ScarJo. Huge ScarJo fans. They're 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 coming down. They're gonna be like, take us to your theater, right, <laughs> dude? <laughs> if they're here to watch Black Widow and they just like, we're like, we love Endgame. 
Oh, they're like those aliens uh, from uh, Galaxy Quest that are like, we I, love the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read, uh, liked when he said on your left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I read that like, uh, I don't remember where I read it. It's probably read it comments somewhere. They're like, what if, you know, out of all the alien species, you know how there's always that alien species that's like a warlike and just wants to dominate and colonize? What if that's what we are and why people are paying, they're all paying attention to us because we're just, all, we're operating and evolving in a way that's more and more increasingly violent. And so like the atomic bomb as, you know, kind of coincides with the UFOs arriving and stuff. What if that's us? What if humans are the warlike alien species that we're are going to rise? We're the Klingons. Yeah, we're the Klingons. We're like the crappiest. <laughs> like, we have to have the ability to go to war with the next terrestrial species. Are we the species. baddies? Are we? The <laughs> I mean, uh, later in that, that same sometimes. post, they ask, like, so did they help build the pyramids? And the guy said, no, he doesn't think they helped them. They simply were observing. So, you know, just in case you were wondering, uh, he does answer that. Interesting. I don't know what to do with that information other than we have to sit and wait because I'm, I don't know, man, it's all lining up and that's, what's creeping me out. Like, yeah. I mean, look, here's the, th here's the thing about it, right? Like on the one hand, this could just be somebody like signaling that he knows the lore <laughs> and is just throwing out a date seven years in the future. Right. Yeah, of course. But it's just scary because it's so close to right now. And it seems like maybe there's something motivating the government to talk about aliens right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to know much about, you know, alien abduction scenarios to write something like this. Like you need to know about, you know, the Betty and Barney Hill case is super available and, you know, being able to read about how they sound and stuff. You could write something like this really quick, but it is bizarre that it is landing very bizarrely yeah, I, on time. It must be weird to be the president, you know, and like know things like I remember <laughs> even like Trump, like earlier in his in his uh, <clears throat> like uh, term was like. I know everything I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you everything about the aliens. I'm going to declassify it all. You know, like he was yep. like, there's stuff, there's alien stuff. We'll, we're going to talk about it, you know, like, yeah, and then that didn't happen. I know, but you know, I think some other things were on his mind by the end there, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just feel like, but like wouldn't out of all the things, if he was trying to get people off his ass, that'd be, I'd be like aliens. Yeah, but that dude became like the liar, right? Like, it, I, it would be of all the presidents that I would want to divulge UFO saying. secrets, he would be like the bottom of the the list. You know what I mean? He started Space Force, Jesse. He knew. I mean, I believe. I believe. If anything, it's aliens that cause him to. Just, uh, of course, he'd be like, "Oh man, aliens!" <laughs> I, I, he's been gone so long. I've already forgot a Trump voice. And I'm so happy. It's gone. <laughs> I don't have a Trump voice anymore. We did it. <laughs> We did it! Success! It's like, it kind of sounds like, hmm... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm glad you brought that one along because um, I did want to talk about the aliens in this mini-sode, but we kind of talked about it in the main episode. But I did drop a... I, I highly urge everybody to go watch that newly leaked Navy video that shows another UFO just going into the water. Go check it out. It's fascinating. Uh, yeah, Justin, it's, what do you got for us? Well, boy, oh boy, gents, get ready for this. For our conspiracy friends out there, this is going to make you mm. lose your mind. Oh, man. So science once again continues to amaze. For years and years and years, we've all been aware that we are trying to build more and more 5G towers, right? That's the next thing. Everyone is trying to build upgrade. 5G. And the reason why is because 5G is just faster, faster download speeds. It's the signals are better. Like it's, you know, we're trying to modernize the nation, right? Anyway, 
scientists as of literally yesterday had developed a thing called a Rotman lens. And it kind of looks like a flat metal spider. It's basically like a little circle with like little things coming off of it. And the basic premise, if you can imagine this, when like your phone is out and you hit a cell phone tower reception as you sort of like traverse your life, packets of information are sent back and forth, right? They're like waves, these radio waves, like boop, 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 boop. And you send information back and forth. But once that's done, the wave just sort of like, it keeps like, you know, it's wasted energy. Mm -hmm. And so what they've done is they figured out a way to take those waves, 5G waves, and use them to generate power. And so this Rotman lens now generates power from 5G waves. Yes. Yes. Oh shit! Wait, that's that could like that like a good amount of power. Like, what kind of power? Like, well, how this much? what they're saying is that 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 basically, um, it's one of those things where it's it's the what we have now. Uh, like, it can pick up four G and LT and all that stuff. Like, it can do that, mm-hmm. but the signals are not nearly as powerful as five G. And so, there as five G gets out there, they can pick up more power. But right now, it's like you know, it's not a lot. But they're doing it. So we're collecting like runoff power, sort of. Yeah, basically, we're, we're yeah. so it doesn't go to waste. Recycling our own energy in a way. Yeah, that's, and, and, that be, and I mean that's great. That's like yeah. space age stuff. That's like comic book stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, right now th- there's there's like a lot of things they're working on. So a great example is in the article they mentioned that a typical five G tower sends microwave signals out about 180 meters or 590 feet to gather energy from say like the edge of that distance. You would need an antenna pointing directly at the tower to do so. Right. It's like huh. it's like that kind of thing. Gotcha. But they're saying, like, you know, as we work through this, I mean, this is this is new tech. This is this yeah. is the future where we're just like going to suck up this energy because it is wasted energy. It is. We are blasting waves all over the place and those waves do nothing. And now we can harness that and like use it to power things. And they're basically saying, like. In the future, you could be using your cell phone and charging your cell phone at the same time. That's, see, that's, man, that's where we need, that's, that is the future, dude. That's where we need to be. That's crazy. That could revolutionize the, the world. If you have reception, you have power. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild to think about. Oh, I hope we get to see something like that in the near future. Next 10, 20 years, something like to that effect where phones can self-charge or something. Do you guys yeah. have that anxiety thing? They say like when your phone is like about to die, like raises your anxiety levels. I'm sure it's gone down in most people just because we're all at home most of the time these days. But like, you know, that phone thing, it's like if you're if you're on low battery, it's like stressful for your life. I I get that when I'm out, if I'm out and not away and I'm like away from anywhere to easily charge. If I notice it go into the red, I get I'm like anxious. I try to like not use it as much because I just want to have it just in case and. Yeah, that shit. That shit is uh, anxiety inducing. Yeah, for sure. just as like a, a quick little period at the end of this, they are still testing for things like trees and reception and all that different stuff. On average, the thing they can guarantee currently is six microwatts of power, which is not a lot of power uh, to charge a battery in your cell phone. It takes around six million microwatts or six watts of power. So it's oh, not okay, it's gotcha. not nearly enough to do anything right now. But the, but the fact that they're like, 
we are at the point where we can actually do this. Like we can suck power out of the air. Yeah. It's a baby step. We have to, yeah. we have to do this first to get to the point where we can start charging yep. other things. And the way our technology advances, man, I would not be surprised to see it. Like I said, in a decade or two, maybe the first iterations of a battery that might be able to charge some sort of charge. Yeah. I mean, no, just, that's crazy. And 5g in general. I mean, the speed on 5g, they're like, we don't need, you know, as we keep improving cell stuff, they're like, we don't need wireless internet everywhere. If people can just like mm-hmm. hook up to a cell tower. Yeah. Like that's the goal is that we don't have to have wires in everyone's home. You can just like, bing, I'm already online. I have one of those things that charges my phone, you know, like the like circle. That's sure, pretty sure. good. Oh, the wireless charger. But yeah. I, I wish it was like any table in my house or something like that. You know, what That's I mean? what I'm saying. Like if you just put it down and, it, and like the screen goes dark, it could start sucking up that energy. Like, I think that'd be yeah. fascinating. I, like I said, it could be just revolutionary. Yeah. Well, cool. Shit, dude. I don't know, man. And just just remember these days, man. And the next before we go, just remember three weeks from now, the world could be different. Aliens could be walking. You on. You are Earth. really excited for this. And I'm going to let you know yeah. if it happens, I'll be happy for you. I I also say. I would be like, don't take off your mask, aliens. COVID. <laughs> Yeah, please keep, keep your, your helmet on. on. Red War of the Worlds, guys. Come on. Yeah, I've, okay. I've, I know how it ends for you. Keep the mask on. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another mini-sode for you all here on Patreon. Thank you guys so much for the support over here. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, my little Chiluminauts, and welcome back to this is the 50th mini episode, boys. Yes. Mini episode 50. Now we're halfway to 100 mini episodes, Jesse. I mean, what's going to happen at the 100th mini episode? What is that going to be? I don't want the 69th. I want the 69th mini episode. That was fun. Can we make can we make a uh, an agreement here on the 69th mini episode? All weird, sexy ghosts. We're going to do it sure. and we're going to do it sure. naked, like on the webcams. Yeah. Okay. No shirts. Make it to 420 main episodes. Can yeah. we all just like smoke together and then do it an episode? Yes. See it, how far we get when we do what we've done so far again, <laughs> three more times and then a fifth more. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go and then we hit record. Yeah. And yeah. another and, like eight years. And yeah, it'll be, be the there, first man, time years? I've ever spoken into a microphone under the influence of weed ever. Yeah, never uh, happened once. We're all very professional. Yeah, never once. Um, I made a promise <laughs> during the episode that I would tell you guys about the classic Reddit story of the Whistler before I got into my real. Uh, Hit me uh, with yeah, that Reddit. Episode. So I pulled up the original post. I'm just going to read it to you. And then I got a video to show you at the end. And then oh, no. uh, I've got some is, resolution at the end. So don't Google this. Uh, uh, this, until, is a, this is like a mini, mini <clears throat> Alex episode. Yeah. I've been waiting a long time to tell Reddit the full history of the Whistler. The story requires many details, but it is unexplainable, creepy, and 100% true. I also have video evidence. When I was about eight years old, I was taking my dog for a walk through the neighborhood with my mom. It was maybe 11 p.m. We lived next to a swamp woods area on the edge of our neighborhood in Lansing, Michigan. I remember it being very slight, uh, very silent and slightly windy. From down in the swamp, we heard somebody whistling at us. Uh, it sounded sort of like a bird, but each whistle was different enough where the lack of consistency made it human-like. The whistle sounded higher than lower. I can't really describe it. My mom had a concerned, slightly terrified look on her face and grabbed my hand and said we should go inside quickly. I didn't understand because I was too young, but seeing my mom freak out made me freak out too. And after a while, though, I kind of forgot about it. Two years later, I was taking my dog out again late at night. 
There's a large bush that could easily obscure a person behind it just next to the front door. And as I was finishing the walk, the whistling noise started again. Same pitches, same inconsistent human-like tones. And as soon as I heard it, a chill went down my spine as I remembered exactly the feeling of seeing my mom terrified, looking down into the swamp at something I couldn't see. And maybe she couldn't either. I ran inside as fast as possible. Years went by and I thought about it less and less. I told only a handful of people and eventually it slipped from my mind. Fast forward to last summer. I'm 24, started dating my girl, Sarah. We move out to South Dakota for work. And for Independence Day, we decided to go to Pierre, South Dakota and watch the fireworks along the bank of the Missouri River. It was a free camping spot behind a hospital where you could pitch your tent, hang out and see the fireworks up the river. We were near the end of the campground and there were very few people around us. As it was getting dark, the fireworks began. They were pretty far away, so the illumination they brought was very little. Thus, we had to sit right at the edge of the river to be able to see them, and a huge thunderhead was moving in and a storm was imminent, so the air seemed electric and the wind was picking up. The atmosphere was eerie to say the least. The police boats herded all the other boats off of the river and had left our area to do that elsewhere, and most of the other campers walked up the river to have a better view of the fireworks, but Sarah and I stayed back and we were drinking PBR tall boys and kicking it. Suddenly, we heard the sound of a paddle methodically dipping into the water. We saw a figure steering a canoe about 20 meters offshore. Sarah decided to go get more beers from the car, leaving me alone to stare at this mystery person. And then, of course, they whistled at me. My entire body was frozen and covered in goosebumps. It was the exact same whistler from my childhood, more than a decade earlier. I looked at the figure, but it was much too dark to discern who it could be. They were wearing a hat. When they were perpendicular to the shore for me, they stopped paddling, turned the canoe to face directly at me, and whistled right at me. I was so frightened, I stood up and shouted at them, Who are you? They didn't say anything, just whistled a couple more times, turned the canoe, canoe 180 degrees, and paddled out of sight. I'm a videographer, so I already had my camera by my side and was taking video of the fireworks. As the canoe was almost out of sight, I grabbed my camera and got a shot of them whistling as they went away. When Sarah came back from getting beer, she was very confused as to why I was so freaked out. When I explained, she was freaked out a bit too. I was convinced we would both what? be murdered that night. How did this whistling person follow me <laughs> after 14 years all the way to South Dakota? Was it a coincidence? Why was it the same whistling noise? Who was that person and where did they go? So many questions still unanswered. To this day, I'm more afraid of being outside in the dark where I might hear that whistling again. I'm open to any explanations. If there's interest, I will find and plug an ed and edit a little video of the fireworks and the whistling noise and the canoe disappearing. I'm in Uganda currently and the internet is spotty where I am, so I'll do my best. And then I've got the link right here. All right, I'm into it. What the fuck is this shit? This is wild. Uh... I'm just going to give you the link to this other Reddit post and then the YouTube link is embedded. Okay. Sure. I will post this on the subreddit. If you bug me enough, <laughs> don't forget this is going to link to a video. Hey, here's a video. Yeah, it's, it's, right it's an embedded. Top. It's an embedded video on the Reddit post. So if you just want to give people a little play by play. Oh, yeah. So I'm right now it's just seeing fireworks and I can hear a faint whistling in the distance. It's yeah. like, it's just, uh, the whistle's just, uh, it's like, it's like constant, like a whistle, like to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, and the thing that's creepy is that a bunch, once this was posted on Reddit, a bunch of people from Venezuela started posting. Cause there's a legend about a guy called El Silbon. That's like the same thing. It's like us, like a, 
like a black shuck type guy, like a like a uh, the you know what's the what's the dog from uh, Harry Potter called? An omen, I think it's just called. Oh, okay. Uh, where it's like, if you see it, you're gonna die. Uh, there's a there's a legend in Venezuela, so a bunch of Venezuelans are freaking out about it. Uh, but the sort of underwhelming resolution to this, and I don't know if if this is a hundred percent true, but eventually a bird watcher came in and weighed in on the uh, subject and said, "That's a black capped chickadee Phoebe chickadees Phoebe call." It's a little slow, but the whistle is extremely familiar. So I'm going to send you now a clip of that bird whistling, and you tell me if this is the same bird. All right, I'm listening now. As this mysterious man. I kind of don't know. I kind of don't know how I feel about Um, it. It is definitely the same. I mean, yeah, it's very close. Yeah, it's just like the one from the supposed person does sound a little deeper, like a little. It sounds a lot more like it's being whistled by a person, right? Yeah, it really does. Like it does sound a little bit more, but like it's the same. The same tone over and over again. Yeah. So it's it's weird. That's a weird one, Alex. That's a very, very famous, like legendary Reddit post is that whistler. A good one. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that was just for you guys from the last episode. I do. I did bring something today that I wanted to talk to you guys about because I think it's as somebody who is constantly looking at like more recent internet mysteries a lot of the time, like that's what I spend a lot of my time like researching for this show. Right. Yeah. Uh, I find these sort of like similarities between certain cases, you know, similar to how all alien abductions are the same kind of in some way. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, I get you. There's like patterns that emerge from the, the, the internet. And I, I want to know what you think about this. Okay. Cause here's what I think it is, right? Picture it's like 2012. The internet is like just barely becoming what it is today. Right? Like, we sort of lived through the time when internet got real shit got real on the internet while we were in our twenties. Right. But before that, you know, imagine you're, you've got a band or you've got some sort of thing that you're trying to promote and you're trying to do it in an edgy way, sort of interesting way. So you half acidly make some sort of ARG type thing, some sort of hidden mystery code, some sort of weird thing. Uh, and then it just sort of fizzles out just like all of all, all humans. Like we get interested in things and some things we stick with and some things we don't. Right. And so, you know, as long as you're paying for hosting or whatever you're doing, or as long as the website where you made your thing exists, there's always going to be weird remnants of it. And I think that, you know, at one point in time, only a couple thousand people had that idea you know, or maybe less than that. And I think now in, you know, 12 years of creepypastas and, and ARGs and them becoming sort of like public knowledge, like everybody understands those things. Now they're not such edgy internet things. I think that there's these types of ones that sort of like always surface. Like we were talking about that one. I don't know if you remember where it was like, something to do with like a record label and they were posting things and it turned out to be a record label sometimes. And sometimes sure. it wasn't a record label. And there was like YouTube pages and Facebook book groups. That's like a type, this like sort of like leftover thing. 
Um, and it's always mysterious and it's always weird and you never know what it is. And uh, I was looking for something like that and I actually found two of them uh, recently. Uh, but the one that I want to talk to you about is off of the Barely Sociable subreddit, which if you watch uh, videos about kind of paranormal and weird sort of bizarre shit on the internet, you might have heard of Barely Sociable. He's a larger channel. Um, this is from a subreddit from a user called Dr. Harry 87. Um, and it's, it goes like this. Hi, years ago, I posted this online because I thought it was mysterious enough. Found this page by searching, um, what is it? Star. What is that? What is that thing called? An asterisk, asterisk, metaphysical close, close quotations as one thing in Google. And, uh, it led to a website that was incipient.info, which seems to be down now, but it was incipient.info at the time. Seemed odd to me, and it has text that I couldn't find which language. I have the text, but it's just gibberish. It's just like a bunch of letters strung together, seemingly in words, but it doesn't look like any language. Uh, he did a simple back check on the domain, found out it's related to another website, which is vibrationalnexus.com, which still exists. Sweet. Uh, and if you go to vibrationalnexus.com, you'll see right this now. image. Uh, <clears throat> and this image is very strange. Oh. Yeah, this image is very strange. There's a lot going on. There's like ones and zeros in the background. There's like secret hidden symbols in it. There's like things that seem to be some type of words, but maybe they're not words. Um, you can click on the center. What? You can click on the center thing. Yeah, and does it do anything? It brings you to, and then it goes, the top, the tab says extra vibrational and like with like uh, colons on both sides. Yeah, but now it's but white. nothing there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's also holoform.org, uh, oh. which leads to, and all it, the, the tab says holoform nexus It's pure non.com. Uh, I like non pure non.com incipient records.com ultra dimensional.com all lead to the same weird image. Uh, if you click the center of the image with the round symbol is a blank page appears. Each one leads to the other. If you check the domain information, it turns out all those domains are active until recently. The domain's owner is stealthnick.net. And if you open up stealthnick.net, which is NIC stealthnick.net, uh, that page is gone. Uh, but it says it was a blank page. It doesn't do anything besides there's two JavaScripts embedded in the web page. And then another page is a track source page, which is a record label, sort of like, I think like a shipping, like music store, online music store type thing. Uh, and it's just, it's just this thing that exists out there. And there's a million things like this. And I know if you look into mysteries like this all the time in your free time, you know what I'm talking about too. And I just wanted to highlight it and shout it out because it's such a strange thing and I, I don't know what it could be. And it is truly mysterious. It feels like uh, if you've ever heard of the Toynbee tiles, uh, which if you haven't, I will do an episode on because it, yeah, I have not. it deserves to be talked about. Uh, but it has the vibe of the Toynbee tiles or something like that, except just on the internet. It's just like this weird, incomprehensible sort of like outsider art vibe thing. Incipient Records allegedly is a record label, but I, I don't really see it anywhere. I didn't do a lot of digging on this because I just wanted to sort of give you sort of give you the impression of this type of thing that I'm talking about. It's a really interesting, really strange sort of type of thing that you can find on the internet. And I hope you enjoy it. And also I showed you the whistler, so don't be <laughs> mad at me for this one not being that deep. Yeah, mm. no, it's very bizarre. 
Thank you, Alex. Yo, Jesse, get ready for this. This is fascinating. Today, uh, keeping it more sciencey as per usual. This guy, Christian Klott, who's an explorer, a researcher, this author, he heads up something called the Human Adaptation Institute. And they did an experiment recently called Deep Time Experiment. 15 volunteers oh God, I love time. spent go. 40 days in a cave beneath the Pyrenees with no light or clocks. So the main. In, yeah. How many 40 days? 60. 40. So oh, the 40, main aim of the study days. was to figure out like in a new situation, in a new environment, how would people handle things? Because basically the, the way this, this clock guy was thinking is that in the past there have been studies about like, you know, people going into dome habitats or people going into like Mar, like fake Mars simulations. And what he discovered after doing all sorts of different research and things was like, really, truly what ends up happening is the people go into the scenario and they think of it more of, as like a problem to solve, right? Like they know, yeah, like, they have, they this? know the scenario, yeah. they know what they need to do. They have all the information that they could, and they just solve problems, right? And he's like, I wanted to do a, a, a study where it was like, we went underground. There was nothing to solve. Not, it was just like, we're going to live underground. No clocks, live no life. real light, only artificial light. And the interviewer's like, okay, so tell me, like, what was the first few days like? And he's like, let me tell you, the first few days were messed up. You'd wake up. You wouldn't know if it was nighttime or daytime. People's sleep schedules were all over the place. Some people would sleep all the time. Some people would sleep barely any. You couldn't see the sun. You couldn't, like, you, you had no concept of what time was, right? I imagine it's, I imagine it's kind of like dude. Vegas. We're like, you know, and yeah. that's, a, you know, yeah, <laughs> you that's just are in the you. tunnels. Yeah. And he's like, out of about seven days, we decided that we should figure out some goals to work on together to keep us more organized and to keep us focused and have like, rather than just people lying around, have us like thinking about what we should be doing while we're down there. And then he's like, roughly 10 days in, we were all hit with a wall of being tired. Apparently, because there was no time and they couldn't tell how long they'd slept. They were like not sleeping nearly enough. And so their bodies like shut so down on yeah. them. And mm. this sounds like torture. And this so they, they, kinda, they, yeah. they, you know, they couldn't figure out what to do. And, I, I, you know, after about 10 days, they finally. Yeah, they finally like, everything kind of like well, caught okay, up to them, but before, they slowly started to get into it. Right. They slowly started to sort of be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Exist. Yeah. There yeah, was also like down there 50 degrees and with a hundred percent. Yeah. It was, it's apparent, it was like, you know, in the middle of France and just so. Yeah. They, they realized a few things while this is going on because time was not a factor and all they had were themselves. They had to rely only upon their community. Right. Only upon the group of them, everything else, all the outside factors, all the stresses, of the world didn't matter. It was almost very caveman like and the idea that like all we have is each other down here. And so if an argument happened, it would be resolved in like half an hour. Whatever started it, it would end and they move on. There was no like we are holding grudges. There was no we're going to take a time out. There was no we're going to come back to it. Everything was in the moment. And. What ended up happening is they mm. developed this rhythm, this like underground, their own rhythm. And they felt like they had adjusted to what they would consider 
a 24, 25 hour day. They couldn't tell, but they like felt adjusted to it. So when the experiment ended, yeah, people came down to get them. And to their mind, they thought it had been 30 days, but really it had been 40. That's how off they were. Yeah, they only yeah. did 30 That's sleep cycles. So they thought it was only 30 days and it actually had been 40 days and they just didn't know. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. They just couldn't tell because they had no indication of time. And so they asked like, okay, so, I mean, it sounds messed up, but like, what was it like to be free of clocks and to be free of schedules? And he said, you know, we never thought, oh, that went quickly or, oh, this is taking a long time. Basically, everything felt like it took the right amount of time because there was nothing to compare to anything. Yeah. Yeah, You weren't measuring it. Everything is just relative. Yeah. He's like, we all felt pretty chill. Everyone did things in the time they thought it would be, you know, uh, meant to be done. And then they're like, okay, so what happens when you got back to the real world? And he's like, hated it. I was so uncomfortable. Like everything (laughs) sucked. He's like, I, you know, right now, I try to put my phone away as much as possible. I don't like looking at newspapers. Like he's like, time has messed me up. Like I, I, now that I'm back in the real world, it's really screwed with me. And so he's like, okay, basically what we learned is that we have all these things that we can measure now, you know, emotional uh, sort of measurements and brain measurements and blood and tissue, me- like all these things. Cause we know what happened to us. So now we can go forward with other tests and see what happens to other people and measure it. And so he's like, you know, we also we want to do a cave again, but also like, what if we did a desert? And what if we did the rainforest? Like, what do each of these environments bring to people? And then like, what if they can see light? Right. Like, how does that change things? And he's like, what if we went to a place where it was all light all the time? How would that change it? And so that sounds like he's torture. like, yeah, this is a fascinating study. It's the first time we actually have a real Like we weren't scientists. We are 15 people, just normal people. And so we weren't doing any experiments. God, did they get paid? Imagine so. I would hope so. We're going to leave life for 40 days. Just seems awful. It just seems like a nightmare. Yeah. I imagine the part that would get me is like waking up and just not having like the first few days of just like waking up and being like, what time is it? Where like just having no orientation. I feel like that would make me sick almost almost like a jet lag kind yeah, of he problem. Said that the thing that really brought the team together is in the beginning. And he, he said, this is why he understands why the experiments of like, you know, scientists working on a fake Mars base or whatever. Right. Because they have an objective, a mission. And he was, he was like, it wasn't until we set ourselves a goal. Like when we were, we were last like lackadaisical, they were just laying around. He's like, it wasn't until we set ourselves a goal of like diving deeper into the cave, finding like an underground well, like until we had goals, there was nothing that brought us together as a community. And I feel like that's like a basic, how humanity civilizations form yeah. is like, we have a goal and we're all going to work together towards this goal. And then, you know, I think it's super interesting. Yeah. That is nutty. Yeah. Yeah, that's why capitalism is tangential, but it's part of the reason I think capitalism is so strong because capitalism is built around a never ending goal of moving upward. I mean, that's you always have that hook in you. And that's that's why there's so many scientific advancements during war, for example, like World War Two, one of the greatest leaps in technology ever, because we were like, how fast can we kill the enemy? And it was just like, and then the space race was like, what can we do for space? (laughs) Necessity breeds invention. So yeah, they were down there and I can't even imagine what that was like, but there are some days when I wake up and I'm like, (gasps) I thought I was sleeping for 20 minutes and it's been eight hours. And 
I can't imagine that every day, but not knowing, but having no clue. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, it's not the same thing, but I've been having like an eye issue lately. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm finally going to the doctor soon, so I'm not too worried about it. Nobody seems too worried about it, but like, even even just having this eye issue, I, I, I haven't been using screens. I've been using them maybe like one fifth as much as normal. And it is crazy how like sleepy I get at like the right time for a healthy bedtime yeah. and just little little things like that that you you wouldn't think about. Like when you're up like I'm 32 years old, 33 years old, like, you know, I'm not like young 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 i'm i'm still a pretty young guy but like you know you never think about what it, you're doing to your body by blowing screens in your face and staying up till two in the morning playing yep. some fucking video game like i can't do it i can't stay up that late without the screens so that i mean that t- that alone is like a weird thing to think about and i'm up before 6 a.m like i get like a nice well-rested night because i fall asleep so early and i'm up so early it's wild. The brains are weird. Would you boys, the last question, would you go do that for money? Would you go do that test? If somebody was like, hey, 40 days in a cave? <laughs> Depends on how much money. But I got back from Sweden and I almost lost my mind or Norway the first time. I can't remember which which time it was. One of the trips that I went to Scandinavia. Oh, yeah. me. It, I, just, I, it just wrecked my brain. Yeah, I went to Sweden when there was like two hours of night and that was it. And it was just every, so fucking yeah. confusing. Yeah, every time I leave a computer for a long period of time. Like if I go out of town for a week or one time I like left for a month, didn't see a computer screen for a month, came back. The first time you sit in front, like my monitors, they're big, but like the first time it's I like, sat down, I was like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 so much to take in morning. I mean, my only, here's, here's what I'll say. I'll do anything as long as I, no, my job is like fine. If I have like enough videos done or I've done all the podcasts, if I'm done, I have no worries. I'll go sure. do anything because I don't have to worry about anything. Like I, if I had no worries for 40 days underground, I'd be like, here's where I live now. Let's do this. And I'd be fine. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'd get through it. I go play Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> Nocturne. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing your brain can focus yeah. on in the moment. Yeah. Well, thank you for the, the, those stories, gentlemen. That's where we're going to wrap up this particular mini. We'll be back next week with a brand new chill mini here on the Patreon. We appreciate your support. You guys allow us to keep on going as strong as we are. And uh, we'll see you are next you- time. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Hello, my little Chiluminauts, and welcome to episode 51 <laughs> of the chill this is going to be probably one of my favorite minisodes ever, simply because I know the topic's going in, and I'm so excited. I don't even know which one of you I want to start first. So I'm going to pick Jesse. Jesse, you start. You, you I get to go start first? Off here. Great. You get oh. to go first. Well, so today, uh, even though this was recently tweeted at us, what I wanted to do was talk about a thing that uh, is on TikTok right now that is, you know, there's not a lot of good stuff on TikTok. Um... <laughs> I am. It's true. Most of it is me being totally concerned about why, like, it's recommending me that thing was like, I'm getting ripped tonight. (laughs) RIP that. And then it's like a movie quote. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, me just realizing that the youngins are way cooler than I'll ever be. Anyway, 
there's something on there right now that's kind of like a mystery, even though maybe it's marketing, maybe it's promotion for something. Who knows what going this on is for months? It's been going on for a while now. And there's this guy, Javier, on TikTok who claims to be the only person alive on Earth. And he has created a TikTok account that basically has a story to it. And no matter what you think about it, it's fascinating. It's like truly yeah. fascinating. And so just to give you some background on this. This guy says that he woke up one day in a hospital, very like, you know, surviving zombie apocalypse stuff, woke up one day in a hospital and no one was around. Everyone was missing. No people, no animals, no nothing there. It is quiet, like not even insects. Right. And he's creating videos now of him walking through the streets and there's, you know, the beach or the center of town. He lives in Valencia, Spain, which is like two million ish people. Mm-hmm. So you would imagine there would be people around, but there's no people. And it is all these photos of him and everyone sort of like looking at, I guess, videos, not photos, these short, these short videos. Everyone's looking at these and they're like, hold on. Is this guy editing people out? Is this were these were taken during maybe? Yes. Yeah, like, was this taken during COVID lockdowns? And so people just weren't outside and or maybe it's early in the morning. And every time they have sort of like a theory, he comes out with another video that kind of disproves that theory. And um. The big twist to all of this is that while going into like a store of some sort, all the calendars, the physical calendars say 2021, but the PCs when turned on say 2027 and he realizes that everything that's electrical says 2027. Everything that has like a calendar that changes itself says 2027. Then he gets the mannequins and he makes a blockbuster video with the mannequins and the dog. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, so no. So he um he he puts this video out and everyone's like, well, hold on. One, how are you still using TikTok? And he's like, I thought it was 2021. It's still working. My phone's still working. And he and they're like, okay, but if you're in 2027, how are you talking to us on TikTok? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, dude, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. But but they're like. What's going on there right now? Explain it to us. Show us everything. And so they keep requesting things and it keeps doing the requests. So people will say like, go to the grocery store, look at the food. He'll go to the grocery store and he'll take a can of soda and it will say like the expiration expiration date was a few years ago. Right. But it's like 2020 eating. I I mean, he he like is eating the non, you know, who knows? I mean, like, who knows? Honest to God, who knows? It it could all be fake. It's just fascinating. Yeah. yeah, So I'm just. You know, he'll he'll show them like, here's a can of soda and the expiration date happened in like 2024. Right. Or he will um, he will say that, uh, you know, they'll say, like, go turn on the TV. There's power. Go turn on a TV. He's like, okay, So he like walks into a building, turns on the TV and the TV turns on. But it's like all static. And then he's like, okay, and he'll like go do something else. So they'll say, go to this place. People like go to a police station. So he walked into a police station. Now there is some weird things here and there, right? Like when he goes to the police station, a car in the police station parking lot is on. And it's like, well, how would hmm. that stay on? Yeah, with yeah, who yeah. is this guy? Just a dude, just a guy like, on TikTok. Does he have other posts? It's all about this. He woke up and just like. This is a thing. Even as even as um, 
username in Spanish. I think it's something like the last man or something like that. So it's all very like, okay, this could be one of those like a lonely girl 18 or whatever that was. Right. Yeah. But it's been super well done. And so they keep asking him to do things. They'll say, like, give us your exact geolocation. And he will say, I am here right now. And he'll have the information. It'll be like standing in the center of town. There's no one there. And so this has led to the rise of people being like, it's an alternate reality. It's a parallel universe that he woke up in and he's yeah, by car, himself. Something clearly the car occurred. That's on, not to cut you off. The car that's on is a police vehicle. It's a police car that's yes, on. Yeah. yeah. So the light on at the top and everything. So there's a lot of things that have occurred that people have no explanation for. It's either a very well done hoax or it's like, it, who knows what, but um, there's things where he's left geocache things in like very public, like post a video, leave a thing. and be like, I'm leaving this here. And he'll say like, it'll show a, an image. Like no one is around. I'm in the middle of this plaza. I'm putting it right here. And then someone will go there and it's just there. And like, how did no one take this or see that? That's weird. That's wild. Yeah. Wait, wait. Say that again. He's so, so doing he's, that. He's yes. leaving the he's thing. He's going around and leaving people geocaches. Are saying, and leave, somehow- people are saying leave stuff. And he's like, okay. And so he'll leave things and then people will find them. And it, it, obviously. Show me, show me the opposite of that and I'll be fucking impressed. Show yeah, me something from, yeah. Show me something from now of a dude leaving. Because here's the thing. It's COVID. Right? Like during this. And Spain had sure. huge lockdowns. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. This could all be pre- like this all could have been filmed in a day and chopped up. Uh, but but the, the I guess the thing is, like, he is doing specific requests. Yeah, he's so. taking specific requests. People are, are, are asking him to do things and he's doing them. And every time they say go do a thing, he'll just go do it. And so, yeah, there's a lot that doesn't make sense. Right. But then, of course, because the Internet loves good conspiracy theory, they're like, dude, don't you get it? You're not the last man on earth. There's some, there's other people there and they don't want to be seen. Right. So that's like another thing. Or they're like, sometimes there's bleed throughs where like the reason why the cop car was on was because it was turned on in our reality, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So like, yeah, like sister, like parallel universes, like you were saying, like uh, that would be fascinating, but it doesn't make sense that it would also be 2027 phones. Like he went into the zoo. He's walking onto the pitch of the soccer field in this video right now. Like he just, he went into their locker room. There's times where he like walks into like, like uh, old mansions and stuff. And I have a lot of questions because I think what would really prove it, at least to me is if he just like walked into museum. And like yes. smashed like a fucking painting, like, like knocked over a suit fucking of Mona yeah. Lisa in half. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, shit, it is real. But I don't yeah. think that will ever happen because it's that weird thing where it like is fake. It has to be fake. But it's and done in such a now, way. Right. What now? No, he's still out there. He's, he's still, still doing it. Lost. Yeah. He's he's in 2027 still. Yes. Yeah. On his TikTok really? is it the, the actual TikTok name is Unico. Sobre Vivienta. U-N-I-C-O-S-O-B-R-E-V-I-V-I-E-N-T-A. Huh. But the thing is, it's so weird is like, like people are pointing out, it's still electricity. The grass is still mowed. Like things are all like properly maintained as though people have been there within a day. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like people have been missing since 2021. 
But why would the computer say 2027? It, it's wild. His most recent video 16 hours ago is him at the Madrid airport. And there's no one there. Is it daytime or nighttime? It's daytime. It looks like. But it's also That's done nuts. in a way that it's like a jittery video, right? Like there's something about it where I almost want to say that with the jitters, it's like, is he editing people out? He could yeah. be, but the amount of work required, not necessarily like, I don't know. I, I would have to like really go down the rabbit hole of this to like tell you for sure what I think. Cause I'm, I'm not able to do that right now, but like the idea of like it being something that like he started and he shot like 10 videos, like in the height of the quarantine, and then, I mean, there's just too many things that like he could have people. He could be picking specific. I mean, TikTok questions from people he knows is in there. Or specific questions he's looking for that he has. Or he's just for. backwardsing it. He's like, somebody's going to ask me to go into a police station. Somebody's going to ask me to go, and bam, bam, bam. And he could be editing it all out. Like you, you know, it's not impossible to check. Like things happen all the time. Like what's the you know the the siren head or whatever. You guys remember that? Like the yes. big yeah. giant. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not impossible to like track a phone camera it's it's like it, it's it's fascinating where he like there's one where he goes into mcdonald's that was posted in the beginning of may and there's no one in there there's one where he goes into a um uh like a, a my brain just died a firehouse um and there's no one there. there's one where he's at a museum no one's there there's one where he's just driving on the road and no one's there there's one hey, where he goes into in like mid- a middle of a street at night yeah playing music as loud as possible and the daytime ones too he's walking in the middle street of the daytime cars are parked on both sides but there's not a single car in the road he's in the middle of the city truly fascinating where would the cars be what do you mean that's like why would there be no cars no yeah he's on a highway and this one he's walking down the highway it's empty it's the middle of the day it's daytime yeah i need to it's it's a walk it is truly fascinating to see him. There's one where he goes to a restaurant. Um, it was on 427. He goes to a restaurant. He walks in uh, and then he straight up just pours himself a beer and like eats some nuts or whatever is going on in this. And that he's like walks in the back. He does all this stuff. And it's weird because it is both at the same time completely like scary but also he walks in the kitchen and for example all the dishes are put away and everything seems to be clean and then he walks into the bar area and there is a beer already poured which when then he grabs it and then goes to sit down so why was the beer already poured yeah like there's just so much and it's and yeah there's there's nuts and olives on the table and he sits down to eat and it is just like wait what it's so bizarre but it's also fascinating but also it can't possibly be real it's very weird i I need to watch more of this this is fucking fascinating i have no idea i've I've had them come up my for you page a few times and i i I almost feel like there's multiple people doing this like i feel like there's another tiktok user that's saying something similar i think they're in like london or something but it's i want to know if he's if it's fake and obviously it's likely fake how how i think that's the mystery i think that's what's really fascinating is because there's no i mean like look let's be very clear if all people vanished and it was six years from now 
there would be because he was like, I remember it being 2021. All the calendars say 2021. So something happens in 2021. And I'm just saying, if six years from now, there are no people, there's no power. Plants have yeah, like the lawns are not mowed, right? There's not a police car on. There isn't just beer poured free or like all the beer that was in those kegs is not good beer anymore. There's like a lot wrong with this. Yet yeah. for some reason, it's still fascinating. It's something that I want to know more about, even though I'm like BS. I call BS on this, but it's like it's very well done, though. Like a perfectly placed in the car dealership, he walks in one singular Mercedes Benz key that is laying on a table that he picks up and he goes outside and gets into the car. Yeah. But it is all empty streets. It's so fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, I need to I need to break that. I want that dude who's like half spray painted to look at this. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. Oh yeah, yes. the dome guy. Yeah, the chrome guy. He should. Chrome he should he bully. should look at this right away. God, it's nuts. It's it's he's in a museum. Yeah, he's in a museum in this one, but he doesn't touch or break anything. Like he just I want him to go read it. a news story about something that happened in June of 2021. I, I want him to like, be a good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't uh, when when he shows a calendar, it says February 2021. Right. That's what all the calendars mm-hmm. say. So obviously oh, okay. so, it isn't like good. we all died and he's in the future. So that's why everyone's like, oh, it's a parallel universe you've woken up in. And something happened in February 2021 in a parallel in like a parallel timeline. Everyone was raptured. Yeah. So I am. No- huh. It's very strange, but it's also like very convenient for every little story. Tibbity's trying to tell. I don't know. It's the, but the geocaches are there and people are finding them. Yeah. Yeah, so he's That's planting wild. them, and and people are like, "Oh, we could have done this a while ago," but they're in public places where, like, you think someone would have just been like, "Ah, oh, I will take this now." That's nuts, man. That's insane. <sighs> I want to know more. I want to know more. See, so it's bad. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's cool. It's really wild. Wait, whatever this guy's doing, if it's special effects, is like fucking well done. Yeah, just well done. Incredible. Uh, well, if you guys woke up in an empty world, would you be thrilled initially? I feel like eventually you'd get bored one way or another, but I feel like I might enjoy the peace and quiet for a bit. Um, I would be like terrified the whole time. I would be, it would be like the opposite of COVID. It would be like, I could go anywhere and know what is around and I would be alone. It would be terrifying. It would be awful. I know for a fact. I might read a book after a year. I, I know for a fact that I'd be the guy who like goes to read his book and his glasses break and i'm like oh i had all the time in the world die now (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that guy's piglet i'm pretty sure that is amazing i did not know that sure that guy's piglet all right well that was that's fascinating hopefully we'll revisit this when we have an answer one way or another uh if we get an answer we will revisit it it'll be really cool to find out what's going on here um, but speaking of revisiting things, we weren't inten- intending to revisit over the course of a week happening. This is Alex. this is a hefty little post. OK, so I just want to talk about this again really quick, just in case you weren't just listening to episode 103 of Chiluminati, which is that. Last time I did a minisode, I read a post or two weeks ago or something. I read a post last week by Throwaway Alien on Reddit, uh, a, a post from seven years ago that was like a pretty generic alien abduction with a little bit more like strange and like believable details to it. And the reason everybody was tweeting about it at the time was because uh, it predicts that aliens are going to make contact with Earth on July 18th, 2021. 
So I read that story like, huh, that's crazy. Isn't that a weird coincidence? Check that out. Sure enough, like one day later, uh, the day after, yeah, there was a post again on Reddit by Throw Whalian for the first time in seven years. And it's like an update of what's been going on. I warn you, it's fairly hardy, uh, but I'm going to read through it right now. And hopefully it doesn't take one million years. But uh, here we go. It's good. It's good. Commenting here was a mistake and I wish I hadn't done it. It changed everything for me, not all in bad ways, but mostly in bad ways. I'm commenting again now because there are people on Reddit and probably elsewhere who are claiming to be aliens or that I am a government agent or an alien agent or something like that. And they are all lying. I'm talking about the history of the earth guy and the end of an era contract guy. These are hoaxes. I don't know who those people are. Uh, They're probably people in his comments or something. I'm talking about the history of the earth. Oh, they don't know anything. And it looks to me like they're trying to take advantage of my story and my life to get attention. I haven't even visited Reddit for years. And now I've seen all these posts about my comments. I wish I had never commented at all, but July is so close and I won't be here much longer. So what's the point of not talking anyway? And I think I owe it to a few people who have meant a lot to me. It makes me angry to see people try to take advantage like this when people have really suffered and really want answers. So I'm trying to type it all out. Maybe I'll run out of energy or stop caring, but I'm going to try... I was wrong about a lot when I posted before, and I'm sorry, but I didn't mean to mislead anyone. It's just that I didn't know what I know now. After I commented on here, my relationship with Jack and Gina changed, especially with Gina, and it was like it opened a door up for me, and I was able to ask more questions and learn from her. And again, Jack and Gina are the two aliens that he doesn't know even what gender they are, but that's what they've always wanted him to call them. Uh, And I guess that's good, because I was able to learn a lot more about who they are and what they're doing. But in this whole, in the whole... This was a big mistake because it made my life here so much worse than it already was. I messed up big time and I'm still paying for it every day and I'm maybe going to pay big for it in a couple of days. Also, his account is deleted now, which it was not before. I've been up 16 times since I commented on here and I think he means up abducted and it's much more often now because they are almost done with me. I'm going up once more this week and that's it. I'll stay with them in the big ship for a while and then I'll go back with them. That's what they've told me, and I know that I don't have a choice about this, and I don't care anyway. I don't think they're going to hurt me, but honestly, I don't know anymore. I found out a lot about them, and it's not good, mostly. They might kill me. I know that, but I also don't think that they'll torture me in any way or imprison me or anything like that. It doesn't seem like them to do anything like that, so even if they are lying, it's a better deal than I've got here. When I answered questions on here before, I was afraid of human people here on Earth, not afraid of aliens, and I think I made that pretty clear. I didn't know at the time that they ever did anything that hurt people. I don't think they do it a lot. And I really still don't fear that they're going to hurt me. It was because I was afraid of people that I made a throwaway account on here instead of using my real name. I didn't want anyone to find me, obviously. And I'm because I wanted to protect the privacy of one of my friends who isn't my friend. It turns out classic Reddit post (laughs) reveal. I wasn't afraid of the government at the time, but I should have been. I don't know if the government was monitoring or if that's how they found me, but I was abducted by the United States government in broad daylight in 2015, which was like shortly after the post. They never identified themselves, but they were pretty clearly FBI or CIA or something like that. And I was in the United States when it happened. So I know it was the U.S. government and not some other government, whoever they are. But I think I know they know who I am and where I am. They kept me for three days and tortured me far worse than the aliens ever have. They abducted me again in 2018 in an airport on my way back into the country and they tortured me for seven days. I don't think the government found me because of my comments here. They weren't monitoring me and probably didn't even know I existed. Jack and Gina did know what I was doing and that's why I had to quit answering questions last time I was here. 
I don't know how they knew it was happening right when it was happening, but they knew and they told me to stop. They had to be either monitoring the whole internet or monitoring me. And so I'm pretty sure it was just me. They're probably monitoring me right now too. Also, while I'm thinking about it, I think I should mention that Jack and Gina tried to tell me what they call themselves. They don't call themselves aliens, obviously. I can't spell the word that Gina used and I can't even remember what it sounded like exactly, but they said that it meant friends of friends. I think that was probably a pretty rough translation. They were really, really angry with me and they took me up a couple of days after I stopped commenting here. It's hard to explain, but they didn't exactly threaten me, but they did tell me that things were going to be different after that and that I shouldn't talk to them about I shouldn't talk about them anymore and that things were changing. Again, they didn't hurt me, but I was pretty scared of them for the first time in a long time. I was scared enough of them after that that the first chance or excuse I had, I left America for a while, but they found me wherever I went. They know where I am all the time, I think, and that makes me think I probably have some kind of tracking device in me somewhere. I don't know that for sure, but they found me and taken me up now in six different cities on two different continents, so they must have some way of knowing where I am. Well, I guess technically three different continents. Don't know what that means. After posting here, I started talking with Gina, though, and it was different. This is so stupid to say, but I think Gina felt sorry for me, or maybe, I don't know, maybe she or he or it actually sort of liked me. But after I got in trouble with them, it was different. And instead of just showing me things and asking me questions, they started letting me ask questions. Gina would even say, do you have questions for me? I don't know why, but I never bothered to ask Gina if she was a boy or a girl, or if they had boys and girls at all. It didn't seem important at the time, but it now, but now it seems like it's important because I don't know whether to type she or he or it or what. That makes it difficult for me to type this and keep on topic, so I'm just going to say she for Gina because that's the name she gave me and I think of her that way. Asking questions and having conversations with them is always very difficult for me and it leaves me exhausted. They just don't understand English well and they say stuff in weird ways, very literal ways that don't make sense. It takes a long time to understand one another. I wouldn't say I was friendly with Jack and Gina ever, but it was definitely different. It seemed like they wanted me to ask questions like they wanted to answer. And I really believe that Gina and I were sort of becoming friends, which I know sounds very stupid, but that ended and changed in 2016 when Jack and Gina left to go back to their home and they took Diane with them. I don't know why they went back, but it wasn't like all of the friends of friends went back. Jack never came back and Gina came back in 2018, but she was so different when she came back to the point that I wondered if it was the same Gina or this was like a different Gina. So I even... And so I even think of her now as Gina 2. They all look sort of the same, but with little differences that you can tell. And Gina 2 has the same scar that Gina did, although now I don't know if that's a scar or if it's just something about the way her skin is. Now, Gina 2 is very down to business with me, and she doesn't seem like she cares at all about me, and I don't know if she ever did anyway. They took Diane away in 2016, and I haven't seen or heard much about her since then, but Gina 2 says that I'm going to go back with them the same as Diane did. I don't know who Diane is, by the way. Uh... I think just another abductee. Yeah, possibly. So I hope that I'll see her again because I got pretty close to her family several years ago. I haven't talked with her mom in a while now and she and her stepfather had a falling out, but I don't know what that was about. Maybe there were more posts that we didn't see in the comment thread or something. I don't have any of my own family left really and I won't ever have my own kids and Diane means a lot to me. I was wrong about some of the stuff I told you when uh, all when I commented last time and I think I should clear up a couple things. First, I'm really sorry that I said they don't hurt people because sometimes they do. <clears throat> I asked Jack and Gina about what they do to people, not just why they're studying me, but what they do to other people too. Jack and Gina told me there are three kinds of human, sub- human subjects that they study. The first is like me, who they study over a long period of time and who they talk with and study for a long time. I don't know how I got put in this group or why they would be interested in talking with me more than anyone else. I think it's just luck because they don't treat me like there's anything special about me. I've asked them and they didn't really understand the question, I don't think. 
Some people in this group have been taken up hundreds of times over 80 years or more, but Gina told me that usually people don't get taken up anymore after they hit their 40s. At the time, I thought that meant that maybe they lost interest in people when they got older, but now I think that maybe it's just that most people in this group don't live that long. Some of it in this group, they take back with them to wherever it is they come from. The second group of their little experiments are people who probably don't even realize they're being observed at all, never abducted, but watched and studied. I don't think I'm in this group, and so I don't know nearly as much about it. I guess maybe they are watching me, but I feel like the people in this group, they probably watch like all the time, and I know they don't watch me all the time. I don't think they do anyway. The last group is people who they use for physical testing, and that usually kills them. Gina said that they don't hurt people just to hurt people, that they aren't mean, but that these people can't survive the testing. I'm not sure what it is they do to them, but it kills them. I'm really, really sorry that I gave the impression that they didn't do this when they actually do. I didn't know about it at that time, and I swear that I wouldn't have come on here and commented that they don't hurt people at all when they do. I still don't think people have anything to worry about because they don't eat people. They aren't trying to harvest our organs. They aren't trying to steal our water or anything like that. But they do some bad things sometimes, and there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm sorry that I made people think that they do that they don't when they do. <clears throat> One other thing I was wrong about was that I think uh, I probably said that Jack and Gina's race that I'm just going to call friends of friends because that's what they call themselves didn't make a lot of those movies that they showed me. The friends of friends have only been here something like three thousand years. Before that, there were others here to watch us, and I think that something bad happened and they were completely killed off by the friends of friends, and they got Earth along with everything else that those others had. I don't know much about those others, and this is not a thing I can really ask about, so I really filled in some of my understanding here. Whoever the aliens were before, they must have been doing pretty much the same thing as the friends of friends, because they bothered to take all the videos and everything, but the way Jack and Gina talked about it, I got the feeling that they didn't care for those others, like the others might have been their enemies, or they might have done something bad. And when they talked about it, they didn't talk about it like it was just a shift change or something. I'm pretty sure there was a war, and the friends of friends killed all the others. And I'm not sure about this either, but I think that the big ship might actually have been built or brought here by those others, and not by the friends of friends. I know that when Jack and Gina went back home for a while, they did not go in the big ship. The big ship pretty much stays put, I think, and I've still never seen it from the outside, so I don't know what it looks like. It might not even be a ship, I guess. I guess it could be like an office building on the moon for all I know. The other big thing that I was wrong about was that I said they don't have religion. They say they don't, but I know, but I don't know about that. I, I know this sounds like they are stupid and they can't be stupid if they can travel all the way here and have these ships and all this technology, but this sounds pretty stupid to me. Gina said there are a lot of different beings out there. I can't remember if she said thousands or millions, but I think she said millions. And there are many of planets and there are millions of planets with life on it, she said. And then there are some forms of life that don't even have planets. Some planets have just like fungus on them or some fish or plants. But there are, I think she said, millions of civilizations out there. Many of them are as advanced as her, she said. She said that there are only seven planets in the whole world that are like the Earth where the dominant life form has the simple problems. She called them the simple problems, not me. She didn't tell me a list of the simple problems, but she told me some of them that were prayer and faith healing and churches and sorcery and magic and all that kind of stuff. Mostly all stuff about religion. And of those seven, she said there were only three where people experienced deja vu or believed in prophecies or that worship idols. We are one of those three. And that's why the friends of friends are here. That's why the others were here too. And that's why the next group is coming in July. Gina says that they know that the whole world isn't really what it looks like, but it's actually the creation of a single intelligence <clears throat> and that we and everything exist inside that intelligence. I asked her if it was like the matrix. And then I explained to her what that was. And she said, it wasn't like that at all. 
And so then I asked her if it was like when that hospital show ended and it turned out to all be a kid imagining it in a snow globe. And she said it wasn't like that either. But she said that it's one of the things that everyone in the world agrees on all these thousands and thousands of advanced civilizations. They apparently all have proof that the world is imaginary or a dream or a computer program or something. And they study Earth and the two other planets like it because they're pretty sure that these three planets and the intelligent life on them are either mistakes like accidents or else one of them might be the center of the whole thing and everything else is a mistake or accident. They want to figure out which is which so they can better understand the intelligence that creates the world. That sounds a lot like religion to me. I tried to finish up college a few years ago and I took a world religions course. And to me, this sounds like religion, but I'm not an expert. So I don't know. Also, I didn't end up finishing college. I only have like three courses left, but I'm never going to get there. And that bothers me a lot because a lot of people in my family were really educated and were doctors and engineers. And I'm just nothing special. That's mostly because of this thing that I've had to deal with as part of my life. When I look back on all the videos they've shown me and all the questions they've asked, it's pretty clear that this is what they were studying in me. I should have seen that even before Gina told me, but it's hard to clearly think about things like this because it's traumatic. I've read some of the comments you all have made about me in the last few months, and I've seen a few of you mention mental health stuff like maybe I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not delusional or insane. But over the years, I've had to deal with this shit in my life, and it's not easy, and maybe that's caused me to see things a little differently than they really are. I don't mean like I'm imagining things, but that I may be just justifying things or rationalizing them. You have to understand that I don't have my own life, if you can understand that. I'm not in control of it. Someone else is. And they've done stuff to me, like taking me away and forcing me to watch things and interrogate me and all of it. And I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice in it. And I think maybe when I was commenting here before, maybe I was kind of putting rose-colored glasses on my experience because the reality is that my life doesn't mean anything to anyone and I am powerless. And it was just easier for me to think of Jack and Gina as friendly and as the things they do with me as just not so bad. I don't know what my point is here, except that you shouldn't trust most abduction stories. I wouldn't trust most of the alien stuff that you hear, either because people out there want attention and they're bored or they want to take advantage of you and make you do things and they make stuff up to get your attention. If you've been through it in reality, it's easy to spot the people making up stuff about it. I say this because I saw on one of your comments, there's a guy posting that he's an alien named Adam and is going to show everyone the true history of their planet through the internet starting this summer. And he made his account right after I posted my comments and then started posting recently. Uh, interjection on that, that guy, the traveler, he actually came out two days ago and said, yep, it's all fake. It was just a big story. That guy, he's he's, that guy. He's not real. Yep. Adam. He is not. He, it was all a joke. He said he had read (laughs) that story and then he had created all this stuff because he thought it would be a really fun, like creative writing exercise. And it got out of hand. Got him. At one point, he even said that I was part of his scam somehow. That person is full of BS. That's not a real thing. And if you believe it, then I got a bridge to sell you. And I mention it also because you're probably going to hear a lot more accounts of abductions in the next few years because I've seen many more of us up there than I used to. Things have changed about the way they are observing us, and there's a lot more human contact, and a lot of those people are bound to mention it to friends or family. And then once that gets started, the hoaxers and frauds are bound to start popping up. This stuff is really important, though, and not just for you and for Earth, but for the people who they are taking. We are people, and this is not easy for most of us. It's hard, and it's lonely, and we don't have anywhere we can get help. Uh, oops, I scrolled away. My bad. Hold on. All good. Here we go. My friend and I, uh, my friend Sam that I mentioned before died in 2016, and I got a chance to meet his mother at the funeral, and I think he that helped her deal with the loss a little. He was a nice guy. He was the nicest guy I ever knew, honestly. He was only eight years older than me, but he died of bone cancer, and I wonder if it had to do with, I guess, radiation or something, or just something about our experiences up there. I don't know. Or, I don't know, we're all getting older. Maybe it was just his destiny to die like that, <clears throat> but I don't think so, and I don't believe in destiny anyway. He was such a nice guy to me, and his mother was heartbroken. 
And there was almost no one at his funeral. And of course, that's not his real name. As I said last time, I changed everyone's name because I'm not about to out anyone on here. And I happen to be thinking about that show Cheers at the time. And that's why I picked these stupid names. <laughs> Sam and Diane. <laughs> I begged coach to come with me to the funeral because it was the right thing to do. And because I'd never traveled that far on my own, but he wouldn't. And we haven't spoken for years. He pretends like none of this is real and that it never happens. I know that they are still taking him up and I've tried to reach out to him because he stopped, but he stopped returning my calls. He's really famous now, not just sort of famous, but very, very famous. And I know that he's afraid of what this could do to his career, but it's not like I would ever name him. So I don't know why he cut me out of his life. This thing that we are all going through is different for each of us. And some of us handle it differently, I guess. But to me, it felt different than what, uh, than that when he wouldn't go to Sam's funeral, it was like I had insulted his mother or something like, how dare I ask him to go to the funeral of some trashy nobody when really he just had a couple of lucky breaks. And that's the only difference between him and Sam or even between him and I. I'm not bitter about his success, but I am so furious with him about the way he changed and treated me when Sam died. Didn't even acknowledge Sam or go to his funeral. I know that he will never, ever admit to any of this, but I also know that coach was in the same group as me and eventually they were going to take him back with them. I bet he thinks he's safe from that now because he's seen he's so seen everywhere and they wouldn't dare take up a celebrity uh, because then everyone would know, but they don't care about that. So live it up now, buddy, because sooner or later you're going to vanish and your truth will come out. I met three other people who went up regularly over the last eight to 10 years and made friends with them. And I didn't mention any of them last time I commented here because I had because one I had just met and wasn't sure if we were really going to be friends and the other two I hadn't met yet. They are all dead now. Two of them committed suicide and the other one died in a car accident that I'm pretty sure was also a suicide. So maybe you get it now when I say that once you've been through this, you can tell when people are lying. They don't set you back down here with a message of world peace or a warning to stop wars. They don't care about us. Not like that. They don't. And they don't select some old man on a hillbilly vacation to give him a, a message about how to save the whales or to fight Satan. And the fact of it is, is that it takes a hell of a lot of patience for me to get to the point where I could ask them questions about anything. <clears throat> This thing has been a part of my terrible life since I was a kid, and it's too much to deal with, to be honest. I haven't ever been able to hold down a real job, and I haven't been able to make real friends or have relationships that meant anything, except I was very close to Diane and her family, but she's gone now, too. Dad died in 2010 and left me our house and a little bit of money. My mom died a long time ago, but that's a whole another story. If it weren't for the house and the money he left me, I would have ended up on the street, and then you all here would never heard of me, and anyone I talked to would have thought I was a crazy homeless man. And that's how most of us probably end up, is either living in the street or else driving our cars off cliffs and taking enough pills not to wake up. I don't know why I've been able to handle it and others can't. I don't know why Coach can handle it and others can't. I don't know what makes us any different or what makes us similar, and maybe we can't handle it better anyway, and maybe the better way is to just go on out on your own terms or to lose your mind and get locked up. I don't really know, but I know that when you scroll through comments on here and no one seems interested in what day-to-day -day life is like for someone like us whose lives are taken over by this. I don't know anything is the fact of it all at the end of the day. The only thing I know for sure is that when someone says they have answers or that the aliens told them things or that they are an alien or anything for sure about aliens or conspiracies or anything like that, you can be pretty sure that that first person is full of BS and is trying to pull one over on you. That's the truth. And maybe the only full truth that I know, because if this happens to you, if this really happens to you, then you don't get answers. You don't get to understand and you don't come forward and pretend to have the answers. When this happens to you, you spend all your days feeling like garbage and you try to hide. I've had I don't know how many jobs over the years at all at all at around minimum wage, making sandwiches, delivering pizza, filling shipping boxes, janitorial work. But I can't hold a job because of this. I couldn't finish college because of this. And I barely finished high school. If you want to know that fact of it, 
I hardly leave my house or go out in public, not because I think people will think I'm crazy and not even because I'm afraid of people, but because I'm so tired all the time. I know that I have trauma and I know that maybe the way I see things is shaped by that and all of that. I know that, but it doesn't change the fact that this is the day-to-day reality. I miss my dad and I miss Diane and I even miss coach and I hardly get through a day without thinking about Sam because I just have no one else in my life all the time. I'm lonely and it hurts to be this alone. So no, I don't know how their machines work or how they travel here or where I'll be going with them or any of that. I don't know any of that. And that makes me feel even worse because I have just no control and no understanding about it. And even if I asked them or if they could tell me how I could know and how I could Explain it to anyone if anyone would listen anyway. I don't even know how cell phones work. How does an air conditioner work? How do they get air into the machines that puts air in your car tires? I don't know any of this stuff. How long have they been there? I don't know, but I don't even know how long we have been here. Do they have any weaknesses? I don't know. And if they did, do you think they would tell me? Can they feel love? I don't know that for sure because how could I know that? Why did they choose July 18th? I don't know the answer to that. I don't have any answers to these things and I'm sick of having the questions. And I don't care that I'm not coming back because I don't have anything here. I'm so tired of the loneliness and the sadness of this place. So what? I'm not afraid of them or of the government either because there's nothing they can do. Every moment of my life is the worst moment of my life. Jesus. I'll tell you what is frustrating is to see so many comments on here and not just on here, but everywhere about conspiracy this and conspiracy that. And you can see their faces or in their words that they want to be a part of it and they want this experience, but you do not want this experience. It's frustrating to see people who think they have figured out something because they stayed up late on a Wednesday night reading something on the web. And now they think they can understand or they figured something out. I feel seen by that. Uh, part of the I was gonna say, uh, you don't have to call us out so hard. Yeah. You're out of your mind if you think that you can figure it all out. I'm not the crazy one. And you won't get your answers from the government cover-up report that's about to come out that will say, oh, sure, there's some unexplained stuff, but we don't know anything about aliens. <clears throat> and I hate to break it to everyone, but they've already made contact. They are here, and they have been here, and they are now in contact with humans. I've seen many, many, many more of us up there on my last several trips, and they weren't like me, not like Coach or Sam. These aren't abductees or whatever it is that we are. When you see an abductee up there, we usually look either like they're leading us down the hallway in a dentist's office or else we are throwing our arms around and screaming because we are so scared. But the people up there now are different. But now there are people up there who look like businessmen and military men. They're sitting up there on their own without being guarded and they're having meetings and they're watching something on screens and talking back like probably with people back on earth. And they're wearing like army uniforms and military jackets I've heard these people up there speaking in English and in languages that I don't understand, but I mean, I know that some of them were Chinese and some were Japanese or Korean, and that there were some that were French because I do recognize French. I've seen people who look Arab and African and everything you can imagine. They are in contact with us. I know that the U.S. government is in contact with them because I've seen the American military up there, and also because when the U.S. government men kidnapped me, they asked me questions that they couldn't have just made up. They had information about the ships and what they had done to me on those ships and about me. And the only way they could have gotten all that information was if they were also talking with the friends of friends or whatever you want to call them. And that was years ago. So I know that the government at least knew about them years ago. And you wonder what you'll learn from the report. Whatever was planned for July is still going to happen so far as I know, but it has definitely changed. Something changed. I'm pretty sure that's why this report is coming out, but I can't be sure about it. I've heard friends talking about a report for years and years, but I didn't know that it would happen this way. I don't know if the reports that's that's coming out is to prepare us or if it's just a cover up. I don't know what it'll be like on the 18th either, except that Gina too and the friends of friends are leaving and someone else is coming and that whatever will happen on earth is not colonization. I've seen maps up there and it looks like on the 18th, something will happen at least in Western Africa, something in maybe China or around China and in Wyoming or Colorado or Utah. 
It's hard for me to know where stuff is just looking at maps without the state and country borders on them, but none of the maps up there have any of those lines, so I'm making educated guesses on these three spots. I don't know for sure what the government report will be, but I think that the point of it is mixed direction. There's a big change in the program coming and the friends are leaving, and that's one of the reasons why I'm going to, I think. And something about that change, I think, might be really noticeable or destructive or something. There won't be answers in any report, just misdirections. That's my bet. This took me a lot longer than I thought it would, and it's too late to answer questions, but I don't know if I would want to. I can't tell you exactly what will happen on the 18th, and I don't care anyway. Whatever it is, I just don't care, even if it is destructive, or even if the people coming to replace the friends of friends are terrible and they colonize. I don't have the ability to care anymore because I'm just tired and I've had to accept my destiny. The only way I make it through my nights right now is telling myself that in a few weeks time, I'll get to see Diane and make sure that she's okay. I'm probably being stupid because they're probably going to do something bad to me, but it really can't be worse than this. And I have no choice but to believe that this will work out for me. Can't make it through the night without believing that. And believe me, I know how pathetic it sounds to say that all I have to look forward to is seeing a girl who's practically like a niece or distant cousin and who might not even remember me for all I know. She's been gone a long time and I know there are others of us that they have taken. So I hope that she's met some friends and is happy wherever she is. And I guess wherever it is that I'm going to. And that I'm going and maybe there will be enough of us there that I can make some friends. And that is the post from Throwalian. That's a follow up. Yep. And within two or three days, the account was deleted. The post was deleted and he is gone. Very, very interested to see what comes out in this report. Definitely not like one hundo in on this uh, Me either. Reddit post, but like it definitely seems like a damaged individual. Who's very depressed and very sad and probably in a bad place. The only, the, the thing that throws up a red flag for me is that towards the end, he throws in the things have changed excuse. And that's kind of a typical thing for people who predict events are going to happen. Yes. And, and then the event gets not close. Happen. Yes, absolutely. And then, yeah. And then they like, well, things have changed. The program has changed. I no longer know what's going to happen. And that's an easy way. So when if if and when July 18th and nothing happens, comes and goes, there's always that. Well, he did say things changed. And so the conspiracy theorists can still run around in the background thinking the government's secretly working with aliens or whatever. Well, at least I got one more birthday before. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, <clears throat> this guy, at least in the post, he clearly sounds traumatized by something like his life clearly hasn't been pleasant uh, up to that particular point. And uh the things he talks about the aliens are scary. They, they fit certain narratives, like the reason why there's almost like generational abductions. So the idea that maybe they have family they take up over and over again, why some people only see UFOs, and but they see them quite often, but maybe they're just being observed. There's a lot that falls into place yeah. when it comes to the UFO and alien phenomena, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and that's what has me hooked because I'm like, a lot of this makes sense. And the way the aliens seem kind of just neutral toward us or like, almost nonchalant who gives a shit that fits really well. Mm -hmm. And then the idea of this like singular consciousness is also the idea of like a simulation or all this. It, a lot of it just kind of clicks. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like has that existential pointlessness that very a much real so. thing would have, but I'm just like, I don't know. I, this, this post made me believe the guy less. I think I'm with you on that. I think the thing that this does, this post does two things very, very well. It does everything you're talking about where it like sets up all these cool ideas and these cool thoughts. And, but it's also things, it, it also 
tries to divert from uh, like cover its tracks very well. It's one Mm -hmm. of those posts that like tries to cover up and sort of like wrap up a hoax. You know what I mean? Like it's, yes, it's actively trying to both throw out new ideas and new things for people to latch onto, but also be like most of, you know, um, even including the bit about, you know, well, there's, you know, they don't believe in religion, but maybe they do because they keep talking about this one singularity thing. And it's these three planets. And like, it, it even includes like a whole, like there could be God. Like it even has that added yeah. in there as an element of the bit. story so that there's just additional things there to keep covering sort of like, Oh, I know you disagreed with this one thing, but actually the aliens say there could be a God, you know, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of muddying the waters involved and, and leaving open ended questions. And, and it, like I said, he, he mentions, like he said in the, in the second post, how he had been hearing about a report for years. But why wasn't that something that was brought up seven years ago in the post? Like, why wasn't that something like, you know, it was a report being made, you know, little things that, that could also just like he's just connecting dots. And, he, and when he talks about the report, he leaves it vague. He constantly says it's going to be a misdirection, but I don't know. It could be, it might not be, but I think it'll be a misdirection, but I don't know what's going to be in the report. I don't know. It just, yeah, well, I'm with you. I, I think it made me believe him less in the end. I guess we'll see on Tuesday. Yeah, man. Uh, I am excited to be disappointed, but either way, you guys we'll love find those out. big black rectangles of redacted information. You guys ready for a, l- a bunch of that? Yeah, and people pouring through it to grab what they can. It is going to be a big nothing burger with no (laughs) toppings, just meat and bun. Well, Jesse, we'll see this time next week. Hopping on for episode 104. Either our world will be changed. It won't. Or we'll be (laughs) doing an episode. Depending on what happens in the next two days, the the topic of this next week's episode is (laughs) in flux. So bear with us. It will be fine. Everything will be okay. (laughs) I hate to break it to everyone. I have a feeling we're going to get my crazy story yeah i have a feeling as well i hope you guys enjoyed this chonky chill mini we appreciate you hanging out with us those are great great little mysteries going on right now um we'll keep you updated on both of them as things come along and we will see you all next week with another brand new episode thank you all so much for the support and we'll see you next that time feel when the mini sode is just as long as the episode yeah you know wow what I'm saying? <laughs> just about man just about yeah anyway me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, Holy shit, get out here! So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.